Everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 2. Now, Chris, I know we said we wouldn't do this, but the episodes are just so good. <laughs> it's so hard not to speak about it. Where would you like to start today? Well, Davey, we get... The back end of the last episode, so we see Lindell and Cam, and we see Bronte and Harrison going on their respective honeymoons, but we don't see the fallout of that. I thought we might. It was a bit of a less, uh, bit of a shorter, ne- less of an episode, bit of a shorter episode, thankfully. This was just an hour in runtime, which was good. Um, they go off on the honeymoons. We see the fallout will be in the next episode by the looks of it. So we then get introduced properly to Sandy and Dan, and we get Jesse and Claire. Now, we'd seen Jesse because he was the guy who was the celebrate and he was talking about these ick things. We got like a little bit of a thing on him. And then we'd mm-hmm. seen Sandy had mentioned about her Indian heritage and her mum and dad wouldn't be in it. So I think, I think we'll start there, if you're all right, with Sandy and Dan. So we get the situation with Sandy, you know, that she's 36. She's never really been with anyone. She's had a very religious upbringing in like the Indian culture and basically has this sort of relationship with her mum and dad that she absolutely respects them and, and, it's the part of their culture, but she wants to find someone. She wants to be happy. Obviously, I know going on this show, and we, she, she's just an emotional wreck. We see, like, she tell, she obviously goes to tell her parents they don't want to be filmed. She's outside the house in tears, isn't she? The camera, like, running over. It looked quite genuine. Mm. She, she, I think she's going to be in for a, a hell of a time. I mean, Great-looking girl, Dave, really pretty. Dan seemed like a good guy as well. How that's going to play out, I don't know, but... I just felt so sorry for her. I was like, wow, you're 36. She, she's the oldest of her siblings. And she just looked like she's been absolutely browbeaten, you know, for her whole life. And I hope that she mm. does find some happiness, really. Yeah, she, she's caught between those different cultures, isn't she? You know, the, the more sort of reserved, conservative Indian culture. And then you've got the, the Aussie married at first sight culture. And, you know, they, again... You kind of see it from both sides, don't you? You know, yeah. you can understand the parents being like, "Well, look, this is, you know, you're messing with something, the sanctity of marriage here, you know, and you're inviting these cameras into your personal lives." You know, you can see why that wouldn't necessarily make sense to them. But she seems absolutely headstrong, so you know, I think they they can be proud of the daughter that they've raised, really, can't they? They they might not like. Her decisions, but you know, in terms of raising someone who's who's headstrong, you know, confident, then then they've done their job, kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, I, I wonder. Fast forward a, a decade or two, and I, I wonder how I'll be looking back at, you know, how, how my kids have evolved, and you know, whether whether we'll be arguing, and I'll go secretly, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I did all right there. <laughs> the fact that they're arguing you know it it means i've done something right um so yeah i i I kind of i'm kind of rooting for these chris i mean i i don't know where he i don't know know where he's coming from yet Uh, you know you're always wondering i mean uh, first question is are are they here for the reality tv because yeah with married at first sight i mean it's clear from love island now all influencers Yes, like that, that's it. With married at first sight, you've got you've still got this blend of 
social media slash, you know, celebrity wannabes and people who actually believe in the experiment. I mean, why they fucking do, we'll get on to the experts again, Chris, later <laughs> on. But um, why they do believe in it, I don't know. But, you know, she seems to believe in it. Again, I'm I'm slightly on the fence with him. I do wonder, it, because you've got two very strong, independent people, I, I do expect they'll butt heads a little bit. But I'm hoping they'll find that middle ground and, and let's see how it goes. I mean, she said she's never had a, a relationship with... Uh, a guy or anything but i mean she certainly she doesn't come across that way i think because of the indian heritage and then the fact that she's grew up in australia she, you know she's got conflicting ways she lives her life she obviously lives it completely different when she's not with her parents and yeah i don't know about dan i think with dan he, you know he was quiet when she came through and came in the eye down the aisle and she's got a lovely red dress on the, the makeup you know the the nose piercing and everything you know she really Really traditional outfit, and he kind of like set the market on saying, "This is what I'm about." Uh, the whole marriage thing is nice. Got the crowd. I did like a little speech when she said, "You know, a big red flag," and I'm not talking about me or something. She said about her outfit. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It sort of broke the ice for everyone there. And there's people like, "Oh, she's not what you expected," but she's really pretty. It went really well. But this, Dave, there's a reason they put these people together with some couples, and I'm sure we'll talk about Jesse and Claire. It's fucking pretty obvious why they've done it. So we get. These fireworks with these two, they look really nice. A bit like what we got with Cam and Lindell. You've got Bronte and Harrison, who are obviously a waste of time. And Cam and Lindell looked really sweet like these do, but there's always something in there. A couple of episodes in, there's something that gives one of them the ick, or they have a blow up, or someone leaves the flat. There's something. So at the moment, it's not surface. It looks absolutely on the money, like the experts are once have got the fucking got it right. But I know full well, Dave, they have got nothing right. These ones. <laughs> well, I, I think they have to put in one or two couples that they think they've got a good chance with, uh, or else the whole show would just be yeah. a, a bit of a joke. They've, they've got to kind of put them in there for the authenticity of the whole experiment, haven't they? So they can keep bullshitting us about the science, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so I, I, I don't, I don't know if this is one of the couples that they put in there specifically for the drama or they genuinely think they've got a chance. Look, if I'm to be pessimistic, I think the fact that she hasn't had a relationship before at all, and I don't know exactly what that means because that's usually a line that at least 30% of the Love Island villa spout out and then they, you know, when it comes to the questions about how many people you've slept with, it's usually in triple figures. So, you know, I, but here I, I actually believe it. And so, you know, it's, it's going to be a very, very steep learning curve. And it's not like these are, this is a young couple in their 20s, is it? You know, you, you're a little bit set up, more set in your ways in your 30s and your 40s, aren't you? So that's why I just think they're going to butt heads for a while. But I don't think they're going to be the ones, you know, front and centre with the drama. And it's very clever if you should say that, Dave, because that leads into the other couple. I'm with you at the moment. I don't think they think you're right. They've got to have some sort of success with this show to keep their status as experts. But we get <laughs> Jesse and Claire. And, you know, Jesse has already, we got this thing a little bit about him, about, you know, I have the it. I don't like, you know, people on phones, social media, all this other thing, you know, very superficial people. He lays a load, a load of things that I think most people would say now as a partner. But then the list carried on and on 
and on Dave. And I'm thinking he's getting with no one. So they put him with this uh, lovely lady, Claire, you know, and he, he comes down the aisle. He's got his pink suit on, very, very extrovert. He's, he's laughing and talking to everyone in that, the crowd there, the congregation. And then Claire comes in and I thought, you know what? These look really good. This looks like it could be a bit of a match. How wrong I was, Dave. Basically, <laughs> John interviewed him and talked about, so it shows that the, the experts have done like these hours and hours of like analyzing loads of different p- potential contestants, what they like, what they dislike. Everything Jesse dislikes is everything Claire likes, Dave. Horoscopes, she gets stones out. We suppose a bit weird because she had these stones down a bra, Dave. It, at the wedding in a wedding dress but maybe I don't know he's made a stand to attention I haven't got a clue and that looks a bit of a setup but, but basically everything she said and he hasn't got a poker face he's fucking you, you said it to me didn't you you went his face and you're right it was comedy gold he could not have been more fucking upset or out of that conversation if he tried what the, the experts again fucking ridiculous Dave <laughs> I have to say, right, maths editors, maths Australian editors, take a bow because that was brilliant. I, I yeah. think the way they did that because it was going oh so well, they find each other so amazing, amazingly attractive, you know, to each other, and you know they're so happy and everything, and then they sat down, and then his his poker face starts to slip, doesn't it? You're like. What's going on there? And she, oh, that was it. She asked about when his birthday was, and he says says what his birthday is, and she goes, "Oh, you're a cancer." <laughs> his face just drops, and then you hear the little uh, the little voice from the past. Oh, I can't stand. Uh, what was it? Star sign chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got this this voice from the past, and you can see his lack of poker face. Chris, I was crying because when his face changed, I'm like, "What? What is the what is the problem there?" So we needed that little reminder that that's one of his buttons. And I have to say, Chris, I I mean, I, I'm a miserable bastard anyway, but I have to say I agreed with at least half of his list. You know, the fucking motivational quotes. I think is one of my things. It's like when you know it's bullshit, that really pisses me off. But yeah, it was so funny. And then the fact, I, I can't recall anyone off the top of my head who's had less of a poker face than him. <laughs> Apart from maybe me, if you turn up to band practice, having not learned your guitar parts, maybe <laughs> my shitty poker face would be on par with Jesse's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen that face many a time, David. I have seen that face. And it used to make me tickle because I used to think, oh, he's fuming. He is trying to He is fucking livid. Yeah. Every time. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But you're right. It's, I mean, I think, you know, I'll tell you, we did have a terrible poker face, Dave. We're forgetting very quickly. We mentioned the name, Olivia, last series, Australia. My <laughs> God. God. She, she, well, she didn't even have a poker face. She just went at you, didn't she? She vocalised it. Face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she went out, but, but yeah, absolutely brilliant. And it's the fact that the next day they get up and after this thing and he's had the ick and everything and, and, and he's like, we've got over the ick and, and they're kissing and she's got, and she's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to dress cute for the airport. And straight away, he looks over to go, holy fuck, what am I doing? I, I mean, I think 
his his expectations are a defense mechanism. I don't think he understands what he wants. I think he's just making a, a list of things to get out of a relationship as such. So that's how he's gone on. Why he was going to this show if that's the case, I don't know. But it seems to be every human trait that any of us have got as people, Dave, men or women. <laughs> he doesn't like he has an ick. You know, it's like I don't know what you expect. We all have our little quirks. We all have things that we're interested in that the opposite, you know, like I, you know, Sam, we have opposite interests and in that Dave. I mean, she still thinks David Beckham plays for United, Dave. So it's like, she's not interested <laughs> in football. She grew up in a family with people who worked at United and season ticket holders and brothers and dad, everyone. You couldn't name any of them, but we have interests. Do you know what I mean, Dave? So it's like, you, you all have your own thing that you're into as a couple. And there's certainly plenty of things that piss me off about Sam and what pisses her off about me. She's probably got more oh, really? than me. Really? Uh, uh, sorry. Hold on. Let me take a seat. What, what pisses you off about Sam, Chris? <laughs> that she's so loving and caring towards my needs, David. <laughs> I realise I've made a massive mistake there, David. Um, no, nope, editor, do... take this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing this this one, Dave. So... <laughs> what did you say about Sam there, Dave? Yeah. I'll just put that all I did over yeah. <laughs> but what I mean is, as you live together, there's always going to be things that piss each other off. But you, you, you get to either live with them, you have a blow up, it's finished, or you know you just ignore it. Whatever you do, that's the only way you can survive as a couple. These just your little quirks and that like become cute at the start, annoying in the middle, and then downright fucking annoying. To, you know, as the years go on. But that's just life, Dave. It's the way you work through them, and and that's it. He, his expectations are ridiculous, and I don't think he's had very many relationships. He did get emotional. He was talking about, I'm always on the other side of this. I'm always a celebrant. I'm, you know, I'm on this side. I thought it was very, very heartfelt speech, what he said at the altar, for being honest, Dave. It got me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what, I was gone, Chris. When he, um, when he was getting into his speech and stuff, and he, he couldn't quite... Get it out. I mean, that was before the old uh, the star sign revelation. Yeah, I was. I was at that point, Chris. I was all in, and I was thinking, oh, they, you know, they're doing well, two for two in this episode. <laughs> and then, <laughs> honestly, when we saw the chat with John, you know, and Jesse and John, and they're saying that, you know, John's saying to him, "Look, if you've got all these things, the problem is you're left with no one in the world." Chris, there is no shortage of people who want to come on this show, right? So the way John will rationalize this is, you know, I'm trying to bring Jesse out of his comfort zone. <laughs> there you go, not have too many bad Aussie, Aussie accents. Um, but it's bullshit. If he's got all these criteria and all these things that are going to piss him off, he needs to go away and fucking work on himself. You don't need to fucking inflict him on someone else and their mental health if you genuinely want to see them succeed so yeah couple purely for the drama and sure enough they don't even make it off the fucking plane he's already <laughs> shushed her <laughs> twice twice <laughs> she's not a six year old child talking at the library you know what I mean Dave, it was classic, wasn't it? Because she's sat there looking the other way, drinking. He's drinking. He's obviously trying. He's not really trying to sort of make amends, but he is trying to keep the conversation. And she's literally like, you can fuck right off, mate. You're going to have to do better than that to fucking get through this one. But I think this is going to be great TV 
but goddamn awful as a relationship, like you said. Absolutely brilliant, brilliantly. And and I think I've got to give credit, you said it before, that producers and editors of maths, they just seem to get that timing perfect. I know it's a different type of show than Love Island that we're covering as well. I know that. But it, they just seem to frame things in a way that I actually believe it more than a lot of the other reality shows. You know, these things that I can see here and there, but I... I go along for the ride with maths more than anything else. I just like, oh my god, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's a sizable production as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, huge in Australia. It's probably the biggest, you know, reality dating show that that there is over there. I'm sure we've said it before, but you know, in the UK, it's Love Island. In the US, probably Bachelor. But in uh, Australia, it's Married at First Sight, and and they bloody do a good job because you know. Brilliant. Episodes one and two, two for two for me. Bloody love yeah. them both. Excellent, excellent. So, Dave, have you got anything else before we uh, ride off into the sunset for today? No, I think that's it for episode two. A little bit less explosive, and I'm glad to say, Chris, this was an hour long, so I was fearing you know, that we'd yeah. have an hour and a half for every single episode. I'm sure the last season was, but no, this one was an hour, so I'm hoping that hour and a half was just for the pilot oh not pilot but the first episode and then you know it'll be an hour so i just can't wait to get into episode three. Oh, it's amazing <laughs> absolutely amazing mate you're so right and if and if you're wondering where to watch it guys if you're in the uk or anything because it's not available on channel four or anything or e4 it is on daily motion youtube have got them up there but you have to be pretty quick though so obviously australia is about nine ten hours in front of the uk so Round about now, the episode should be airing in Australia, which is makes absolutely no sense because we're podcasting with no time on this podcast day. So what a silly statement from Chris. Yep. But just say, just say it's midday, about nine o'clock it airs in Australia. So you can pretty much get it on the same day, but later in the afternoon. So and we do have links on our Facebook page as well, guys. So Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, get over there. And there's always the episodes have been posted, which is really, really good. You can watch them. Uh, if you do want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Please follow us on social media at cdrealitycast. And as always, please go over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So the second roll call of honour for today is Kent, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Tracy, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Neve, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. And thanks for sticking around with us as well. No, amazing. And look, this is, I know it's, what, we've gone a little bit longer, have we? Or is it about the same as yesterday? We will get these out as frequently as we can. But it's a lot of fucking watching. It's a lot of recording, editing, publishing out, and jobs and life. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we will record these as frequently as we can. But, uh, you know, I appreciate your patience and, and bearing with us. You know, it's not going to be every day. Uh, I'll, I'll revisit that. Put a pin in that for uh, a few <laughs> weeks' time, Chris. But <laughs> yeah, you know, you at the moment, I, I'm not seeing how we can do it every day, but we'll do our no. best. So it's, it's, no. it's one of those. We either, you know, stack everything up and do a, a longer episode at the end of the week, or we try and get our thoughts on, you know, an individual episode out and, and comment on each episode. So that's, that's what we're trying to figure out at the minute. While we've got two seasons, which we always say we're never going to do again, don't we, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> but this time is the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that, Dave. There's another show coming out, and you were like, don't show 
Always yeah. Chris. <laughs> Don't tell Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to watch, and I know some of our friends have watched it on, on the show, you know, the listeners and that, is um, Milf Manor, Dave. That just sounds <laughs> fucking glorious. And it doesn't sound like one of my search histories either, but Milf Manor. <laughs> not saying anything, not saying anything, but... Um, no, I still want to watch the divorce one, mate. I, yeah. I, I don't think anyone picked that up. But I'm like, why? Surely that is gold. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know what's happened to that. But anyway, so thank you very much again today. And uh, thank you to everyone out there for listening and supporting us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.